You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. It's Friday. It's Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we have got a little bit to discuss today. It's not a not a long show. And we're doing it a bit early. I've got some things to knock out. Chris got some things to knock out. But we wanted to make sure that we get in and knock out the Friday show Hopefully, all of you will end up having fantastic weekends uh, if and when you watch this show. You know, hopefully we provide a little bit of insight on some things that maybe you didn't know was going on in the world. So, that's what we try and do every single day uh, whenever we do these shows. We do, on average, more than one show a day, <laughs> which is just nuts. Nuts! Uh, you can join us on Saturday morning, the SBR Picks College Football Closing Line Show. Just go over to YouTube, search for it, SBR Picks. Very easy to do, and we will be there at 11 a.m. Eastern Time to go over the closing lines. Uh, OB Matt jumps in. He said, what's up? What is up, Matt? Hopefully you are having a good afternoon. Um, over in, I believe, Texas. He's in Texas right now. So, um, Yeah, we we got stuff to, to discuss, and, and we will discuss more college football gambling content. Over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, you can go find our articles over there along with all of our videos. We've already done two videos this week discussing the lines. The closing lines, like I said, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the SBR Picks YouTube page. Uh, And then, of course, we have three shows here every week, and we do two podcast exclusives over on the Winning Cures Everything podcast feed. So make sure that you are subscribed over there as well. Leave a nice five-star review. We would certainly appreciate that. Uh, we're going to talk about Nate Oates and Coach K. That's Alabama's basketball coach and and his thoughts on Coach K shutting down for uh, for the non-conference schedule. The Patriots and Rams recap uh, from last night, and that was, uh, whew, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. And, of course, the SEC on ABC. Things are a-changing in the world of the Southeastern Conference. Let's, uh, oh, go to winningcureseverything.com. Make it easy. Subscribe. Everywhere you need to subscribe, blah, 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 blah. We've already got a bunch of people that are jumping in. Uh, Casey asked about Western Michigan and Ball State. Uh, no clue. No clue. <laughs> I've looked at those numbers. I got no idea. I can't trust either one of them is what it is. Uh, Terry said, what's up? Y'all are early. Yeah. Yeah, we got things to do, man. This afternoon became a, a bit of a shit show, so we're trying to knock it out. Um, let's start off with this, Chris. We So we have seen over the last couple of days... More and more talk about uh, maybe we need to put a pause on the college basketball season, et cetera, et cetera. And college basketball is significantly different from college football in that if you do have a couple of positive cases, 
uh, your whole team gets shut down for right. a little while because there's only 15 scholarship players on each team uh, at the most, or maybe it's 13. Either way, thank me for my service. Asked if the SEC's deal or SEC deal is worth 500 million. We're going to talk about that. Don't worry. Don't worry. First off, though, the Nate Oates stuff. Uh, Coach K came out and said, you know, we don't think, I don't know that it's necessarily smart for us to be playing in the middle of a pandemic. And if it's just that, then you can understand that that viewpoint. But it happened to come after two non-conference losses to Illinois and I'm blanking on the other one, uh, but two teams that they should have at least hung with and they didn't. Uh, they did let Coppin State hang with them, and Coppin State has been blown out by basically everybody. So that Duke is not playing well. And a lot of people kind of get their jokes in. Ah, he's just, you know, he's saying that they're going to cancel their non-conference games, which that's what he did the day after he came out and said maybe we shouldn't be playing. And all of the word out of the ACC is that Roy Williams and Mike Krzyzewski said from the very beginning that they did not think that we should be doing non-conference games. Like, period. Something to be said for that. The other side of this is Coach K is adamant that he thinks it is important that his kids get to go home and see their families for Christmas. Okay, so one side is it's not safe to play college basketball. The other side is, okay, so it's safe for these kids to go home and be around people where they're not in a bubble and, and all this kind of stuff. So it's it's a little bit of talking out of both sides of your mouth. Nate Oates, the Alabama basketball coach, comes out and says, do you think that he would be saying this? If they had not lost two non-conference games, if they were sitting there at four and zero, instead of two and two, do you think he would be saying this? And then the he, the reporter answered him and said, "No, probably not." And he said, "That's all I'm saying." And Nate Oates went into all of the other things. He said, statistically, these kids have a lower risk of the coronavirus, and it's true. That is a factual statement. The other side is. He said, look at the mental aspect of it. Uh, the kids that are dealing with depression and whatnot, these kids, their lives revolve around this sport. And to take that away from them could be even more damaging than if they catch the coronavirus for them. Now, the same can't be said for a, a 75-year-old with pre-existing medical conditions, right? Yeah, yeah. Coach but, K is living in a different world than the kids he's coaching. Right. I mean, it's completely different. But for a kid that's 18, 19, 20 years old, that the only thing that you know, the only reason that you go to school, the reason that you get up in the morning is to play basketball, to play your sport. If that is taken away, this is the same example that we talked about with college football. I think it's important to bring up because we are seeing massive, massive cases of depression. The numbers on suicide in this country have skyrocketed this is a big deal, and nobody's talking about it because we're focusing on the wrong stuff. Do you feel the same way? Uh, we're, yeah, we're focusing on things that we can manipulate and and uh, mess with people on. Yes. So, whether it's right or wrong is is indifferent. Um, are people still getting sick from the coronavirus? Yes. Are they are they still dying? Yes. We're not giving all the information of the people that are dying, though, and that doesn't mean that their lives don't matter, but at, at some point in time when the average age CNN read off like eight names of, of people and gave like a little snippet of their life story to talk about how heartbreaking it was. And the average age 
average age of the eight people or nine people was 88. Most of them were 92, 93, and and, and mid-90s, a few of them were like 82, 83. But it's one of those things where, not that their life don't matter, A, all, all eight of them lived in a either a hospice care or a nursing home. And it's just one of those things where, yes, we need to keep fighting this thing, but we also need to be reasonable. We also need to, to, to think with our brain a little bit and understand that, that these kids playing basketball has zero correlation to 88-year-olds in uh, nursing homes dying. Unless, unless you send the kids back to the family for Christmas yeah. instead of keeping them in a bubble. Right, like not that we're well, trying to keep okay. the kids away, but like it, that's that's the other part that just drove me insane. Was I mean, coach- sending them back to their family. I mean, the chances of them going to visit Nana in the nursing home or hospice care, knowing that they've been on college campus, you know, they'll probably want to see her, but but probably aren't gonna go see her. Right, the the so, chances are pretty slim. You can send them but- home. You can still send them home. Uh, there's and, also and, the chances if you send them home and they come back to campus, they're going to have it when they come back to campus. Like, it, yeah, it, but no one cares because agreed. they're going to come back and be around other 19-year-olds. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I, I agree. But what I'm saying is if, if they're trying to save the kids uh, and they're trying to keep them from getting sick, sending them back to their families may not be the smartest idea. Like, I, I think that they are in better hands on campus in a bubble Inside that basketball program, I mean, there might be, there. but I mean, going home or going to school, it doesn't matter. They're they're just either they're at a low risk for it or not, you know. Yeah. So okay. like, it, it's just one of those things where if they're going out to, I'm going to tell you this: is 18, 19 year old, or 21, 21 year old. When I was in college, rather rather I was at home or at campus, one way or another, I'm finding the bar. Okay. Yeah. So. So my, my lifestyle is not going to change. The difference is, is I'm going to go to a bar after eating Taco Bell, you know, and playing video games with my buddies, or I'm going to go to a bar after having dinner with mom and dad. Like that's, that's, that most of my life didn't change whether I was away at school or home. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Uh, and that, I'm going to bet most of these kids, it ain't going to be any different for them either. They're not going to, if you're cautious, you're going to be cautious at school and at home. If you're not cautious, you're not going to be cautious at school or at home. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Just don't go see Nana at the nursing home. That's all. Yeah, pretty much. Matt jumps in. He said, uh, in this time, the kids could be looking for comfort and their families uh, worry about them away and possibly yeah. get infected. Matt said, uh, some kids may lose a family member to the virus. They have a chance to see that family member one last time. Uh, <laughs> he said the girls on campus have worse things than COVID. Uh, Damien said there are probably more deaths from abuse and neglect at these nursing homes than the virus. Uh I don't. I mean, maybe, probably, probably. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the to numbers that. to that. I don't know. We don't have any studies from any of that either. By the way, so so that's you know not not right now. We don't because we're but basically what, studying and focusing on this one thing. What we do have is that sixty percent of all of the deaths in this country from the coronavirus have come from nursing homes, and nursing homes bring up 05 percent of the population. That's like, right. It's, I don't it's know how to stop secluded. it from there because the people that work at those places have to still go home. And, yeah. and guess what? The people that work in those places, I've known a few of them in the past growing up, they don't make a lot of money. Yeah. So they're leaving there and they're going to a second job. And then they're they're going to the grocery store and they're taking care of their family. Like it's it's not that the lifestyles of the rich and famous and they just can can Uber eats everything and have, you know, uh, their groceries being brought to their doorstep because they can't pay that little bit extra. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think 
I think there is something to be said for what both men said, Nate Oates and Mike Krzyzewski. I think uh, that I, I, I have a, I have a problem. I have a problem with Coach K one, and he, he just not because of what he said, but say, it's just like it's it's my same argument to you the other day when you were complaining about somebody getting favorable calls. What you're saying is right. You're not the person I want to hear it from. You know, so, yes, totally fair. Like I, Coach K, when you're finally having a losing season after you've dominated college football my entire life, I really don't want to hear from you that things aren't fair and things aren't going well. And we shouldn't have a season. Like I, I, I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm not saying what you're saying's not accurate and valid. I'm saying I don't want to hear it from you. Yeah, because you are only. I don't know if you're doing this because you're finally having a losing season and things aren't going well at Duke, or if you really believe the things that you're saying, that's the problem. I don't know if you're just spewing me a bunch of bullshit or not. Well, because he's, he's complained in the past when things have not gone his way. And that, that's, that's right. why it becomes a, it, it's, it's becoming a common occurrence. You, you, you have a history of whining when things don't go your way. And that's why it's dangerous to cry wolf. We yes. teach our children this at a very early age. I would like to teach you, a 75-year-old man, please stop bitching about things that aren't real problems because now this could be a real problem, but I don't trust you. You don't have a track record of telling the truth. There you go. Uh, Matt jumps in. He said, the abuse and neglect are low. I worked in one briefly. He said, the patients in the nursing home are often close in contact, and it's hard to keep clean with family and people coming in and out. Plus, the people are typically very sick. So well, that, so so the thing is, is the closest we talk about like how close you have to be to people that we're finding out to to get this thing. The the reason nursing homes are a cesspool for this thing is because you're talking about people that literally need help getting dressed every day, going to the bathroom every day. You have someone else that's your caretaker that's probably wearing a mask, wearing gloves, wearing the proper PPP, but it doesn't matter because. I have to hold you to pick you up and put you down multiple times a day. Yeah. And that's, and, and, and I'm, and I'm not just doing that to you. You've got five people on a hall that are, that are picking up and putting down 40 different people every day. And if one person brings it into the nursing home, everybody's getting it. Yes. It, it becomes a major league issue. So yeah, I, as far as whether we should or should not be playing basketball, yeah. I think you and I both agree on this. Yes, we should 100% be playing every sport. Kids, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not. Yes. And, and if the kids want to play, let them play. I'm, ne- I'm never the one to make them play. Exactly. They don't have a union. They don't have uh, uh, any compensation for this outside of the bullshit company store that we make them shop at, which is called the university. But, you know, if they want to, they should be able to. If they don't want to, you can't make them. Yes, that's that's my only that's my only thing is you give the kids the option. That's and the coaches as well. Uh, the the yeah. new Chicago State coach, uh, he is he opted out of the season, and I think there was a, a medical issue at home or something like that. Uh, but he did not want to put his family at risk, and that is fair. No, like listen, if Coach K wants to opt out, guess what? This ain't the first season he's opted out. Yeah. He's, he's, he's opted out of multiple seasons in the past for back surgeries. Yeah. Okay. And, and I don't laugh at those and I don't mock those. Those are legitimate things. I, I dealing with back pain is awful. So I understand it. If he wanted to opt out of this season, that's fine. Yeah. He has the right to do that. 
Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. It's it's not like he had knocked it out before. If his kids want to play, they should be allowed to play. Uh, same thing could be said for all of these NCAA basketball teams. If if you don't have enough kids to suit up and play, yep. you know, it tough luck. It is what it is. Like I, I've seen schools play with only seven players before. Like you can figure it out. You know. So I mean, that's tough. I want them to have a, a you know the best roster they can have. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you, if we're gonna play this thing, let's not make it a mockery of what it is. Agreed. But if there are kids, if, if there's enough kids on your team that don't want to play, and you're stuck with however many, like if you still want to play, you know the school should afford them the opportunity to do that. I don't think yeah, any of the they, schools they should want be. To I agree with that. Yeah, if no, they want to, none of the schools should be shutting them down. I'll say that much. That's right. So. Uh, Matt said, Chris, with the medical knowledge. <laughs> no, very, no, 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 listen. I used to play a doctor when I was little. That's my, that's my medical experience right there. I, I just don't, I, I don't know shit about shit, okay? I, de- we're definitely not the ones that are qualified to be talking about this. <laughs> I, I just know that, I know enough to know when I'm being fed bullshit, okay? Yes. That's the problem. Uh, Damian jumps in, college basketball should do what UFC did and buy an island to play the season, um, Let's see if they're worried about being safe. Uh, well, they're doing that for the NCAA tournament. Uh, but they have told schools, like, you don't have to play non-conference games. Like, yeah. you, you just have to roll with whatever your conference wants to do. And at that point, you know, we'll figure it out. So, you know, um, they're, they're doing a bubble for the tournament. And that's really all that they want. But these schools are scheduling non-conference games and trying to be as safe as possible about it so that they have data points to be able to get into that tournament. And that's what's going on here. So... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Um, let's talk about something that you do know about and that you do have experience with. Uh, the Rams kind of took it to the Patriots last night. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, yeah. is that the yes, nicest that way happened. to put that? Yes, that happened. Yes, that happened. The <laughs> Patriots left LA up 48 to 24. I, I think that's a good weekend. That's, yeah, that's not bad. That's a positive week in L.A., right? They finished so. one and one, and they left up forty-eight to twenty-four. I, I don't, I don't know. That's a, that is tomato, the best way tomato, to put it. Yeah. right? You say it was a good day or a terrible day. I, I, not a bad week, bad no. day, not a bad week. 
No, no, not at all. I mean, you you go over there on a Sunday, you you win forty five to nothing. You come back the next week and lose uh, what twenty four thirteen? Is that right? Twenty four um, to three, three. Oh, three. three. Sorry, twenty four to three. three. Yeah, it it was it was bad. It was pretty bad. In the red, um, in the red zone five times, come away with three points. That's it's it, bad to be in the red zone more times than the more points you actually score. I think that's bad. Yes, right. Yes, I would, I would say that. Um, I, I would also say this, if if you didn't even watch the game at all, you could kind of get a sense for how this thing went when the headline this morning was Bill Belichick says Cam Newton is still their quarterback. If he is, like, why would that be a headline unless Cam Newton was complete dog crap on national television last night? So I, I've got, I'm, I've two times in my life now, I've seen Bill just kind of dig his heels in. Okay. Yeah. And you're never, we can play all the guessing games we'd like. You're never going to know the truth. Okay. Cause Bill is not going to ever leak anything out ever. But when he's made his mind up about something, why Malcolm Butler did not play in the Super Bowl, in which they needed one stop and they win the Super Bowl, I think Malcolm could have come up with one third down play. I might yeah. be wrong on that. But I think through the course of the season and how we saw him as a player develop and grow, I think he could have came up with one stop. Don't know why, but Bill drew a line in the sand and said, I'm not playing him. I don't care how this game goes. This season, he has somehow, for some reason that I can't explain, given full reign to Cameron Newton. Yes. And just Stidham, nobody, you're just not, you're not going to get a chance to play, guys. You're hey, just Casey not. jumped in the first, the first thing that he puts in the chat is rigged. <laughs> I don't know how it's rigged, but that, that doesn't make sense to me, but that's no. okay. All right. <laughs> but that's, he's, Casey's always come in here and talked about how every game is rigged. Everything. No, is, that's Damien that always says no, it's no, rigged. It, no, it's Casey. Casey's the rigged guy. Damien is Damien the one that's saying rigged. that we shouldn't play. Well, <laughs> Damien also craps on us all the time. Um, but I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what his end game is. I, I don't, I don't know if this is his way of maybe everybody in the locker room believes in Cam, and so he's just going to keep riding. I don't, I don't have an answer. Just like I couldn't explain how he gave away a Super Bowl, yeah, because of because of his whatever with Malcolm Brown. He's giving away this season. And now he's trying to win every game. He's yes. fighting like hell to win every game. But he's doing it with Cam. Yeah. It, it's I strange. thought Stidham looked better. Listen, it, it ain't hard. This is not a a uh, shining endorsement of Stidham to say that you look better than Cam because Cam Cam looked awful. I, I'm going to bet that Cam was like the 45th best quarterback in the NFL last night. And the problem is we only start 32 of those sons of bitches, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's a problem. That's a that's a problem, right? I think so. Yeah. I and forty five might be generous. He's it, not it good. Might be. His his numbers, by the way, nine out of sixteen, one hundred nineteen yards, and one pick six. I I don't know why Bill is just married to this. You know, we're just gonna go down with this ship. I I can't even begin to answer it, and it's not like the defense didn't play well. Uh, Jared no. Goff, sixteen out of twenty five, one hundred thirty seven yards, one touchdown, one interception. He also had one rushing touchdown. Cam Akers, who boy, did he put up some yardage? Twenty nine carries, one hundred seventy one yards. 
Uh, didn't have any touchdowns, but it, still, uh, you, you get well, to that when point. the defense is on the field so much, that defense can't do so. I mean, exactly. Just, at some point in time, they're done. Yeah. No, you're you're right. Um, so thank me, uh, thank me for my service. Said they don't have the talent. Plain and simple. Casey said, I mean, just speaking truth, some NFL games are definitely shady. Remember when Cleveland fumbled and recovered the fumble, obviously, and the ref gave the ball to the other team. Uh, Damian jumps in and said, scripted, and, and started laughing, of course. Uh, Birdie wanted to thank you for the uh, the pit pick last night, cashed easily. Thank yep. no, I, oh, oh, you didn't watch that game, but cashed that, easily. No, no, no that's, that, that's what he said. So, okay. it, it did not cash easily, but it still, okay. you know, went by two touchdowns with a six-and-a-half-point line. You know, you had a you had a touchdown of leeway there. I need I needed yeah, you needed a garbage time to, they got a garbage time touchdown at the end, fighting like hell to keep scoring, didn't get it, and thankfully Pitt comes down and and scores another touchdown to yeah. cover the six and a half. Yes. Because it was a six point game. Yep. Yep. So was Cam makes Trubisky look like an MVP from Damien. No, nah, um, I don't know. Listen, no, we don't. That is they they cut from the same cloth right now, okay? Yes. If yes. you think Mitchell's better than Cam, that that may be. But but if Cam's forty five, Mitchell's forty three. All right. Yes. So neither, neither one of them or anybody you want to bring home to Mama right now. I am I am shocked at the at at just what Cam has put on the field. Now it's not like he's working with a fantastic wide receiving core. We get that, but but still his QBR on the season or no for uh, for last night was two point nine. Um, you know the regular season this year his his quarterback rating is seventy eight point nine. That's that's not good. Um. You know, he's had uh, two of his last three games where he had a QBR less than six. Yes. Um, it, it just, like here, okay, so against Houston, he threw uh, 26 out of 40 for 365 yards. And then in the last three games, 9 out of 18 for 84 yards and a win over Arizona. Uh, 12 out of 19 for 69 yards in a 45 to nothing win over the Chargers. And then last night, 9 out of 16 for 119 yards. Um He's only thrown one touchdown and three interceptions in the last three games, and two of them were wins. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, how do you go from throwing for 365 yards and a touchdown against the Texans to putting up two straight games with less than 100 yards passing? Like, Well, I, I don't know the answer to that, but I know this. That 300 yards he put up, he, he was still barely 50% on throwing the football. Yeah. Uh, all of, I mean that's not good. Twenty four out of forty is not good. No, no, no. It's uh, it's sixty five percent completion percentage in that one. He was thirteen out of seventeen against the Ravens for one hundred eighteen yards. Uh, nine out of eighteen. That's fifty percent against Arizona. Twelve out of nineteen is sixty three percent against uh, the Chargers. And then last night was fifty six percent. Like, I it it's not the yardage so much. It is he is so incredibly inconsistent. And why you continue. To roll with this guy, I mean, you're you're six and seven, you're not making the playoffs. You know why would you continue to ride with this guy when there are guys on the team that you can start to develop at this point? That's the thing is, I would at least like to see what we have in Stidham. Yeah, like Stidham has not had enough time. Uh, I mean, on I don't the field. think Stidham's good enough to say he's the starting quarterback next year. No. Okay, I think that's clear. If he was, he would be starting this year, but. The problem is, is do we have a capable backup for next year? Or are we cutting bait with him and over the next two to three years drafting two quarterbacks or signing, you know, an old veteran or something of that nature? Because neither one of these guys 
look like they need to be on the roster. But Stidham, I don't really have enough information about to to gauge. Yeah. You know, this was supposed to be a prove it year for Cam. He took he took a million dollars, yeah, a million bucks to be the starting quarterback of the Patriots. He could have got a lot more money elsewhere. He took a million bucks to be the quarterback for the Patriots. And this was supposed to be the, I'm going to come out and I'm going to shove it all up your ass, and next year I'm going to go get my 13 to $20 million. And in the okay? first, like, three to four games, it he certainly looked like that. Yeah, But he wasn't throwing the football great, but the no. offense moved cohesively. And then once everybody realized, oh, this guy really, really can't throw the football. Oh, we'll just put nine, ten guys in the box, you know, no safety over top. We don't need that. Cover man to man everybody across the board, and we'll just shut down the run. Um, Damien jumps in and says the NFL is rigged for the Patriots. Trust me, they are making the playoffs. <laughs> They've still got the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets left. They'd have to win all three. Um, they play and at need, the Dolphins and need help. And need help. And, and they still need help. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that they are going to make the playoffs. Uh, but call me, you know, maybe I'm crazy. Uh, no. Brian McCracken said, I'm surprised the Pats have won this many games. A lot of smoke and mirrors. Uh, well, they, they they play so differently than everybody else. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, they've got a good enough defense to stay in the majority of games. You know, uh, it doesn't help when Cam gives the other team a, a touchdown. You know, when you yep. give them points, like, that does not help. The defense but, is doing everything they can to stay fighting. Yes. And, you know, if the defense or special teams don't score, like, they return every kickoff. They never kneel they never kneel the kickoff and take it at the twenty-five. They'd rather end up with it at the fifteen and a chance to take it to the house because they know that's the only way they're scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Casey jumps in. They ain't making the playoffs this year. Um and so so Casey said, I think Cam gives them a better chance to lose, and I think Bill is ready to draft a quarterback. I, I don't think this team has quit. Like no, this is no, not Bill, that's just not in Bill's mantra. But yes, he's not trying to win the playoffs. He's just trying to win every week. I swear to God, this man doesn't see two weeks out, three weeks out. That's not how he works. No, he is focusing on the Dolphins right now. Right now. And that's the only team that he knows exists in the NFL. Yes. Right now. And the only players he knows are the te- are the players that he has on his roster right now. That's it. Okay. Bill's been really bad at drafting. That's it. Lawrence jumps in. He said, tell me some more about the self-imposed bowl ban by LS who? Oh, God. We we covered this yesterday, so you got to yeah. listen to the podcast exclusive, Lawrence. Sorry. Yep. We, we covered we talked it about at it. length as well. Yes, we did talk about it quite a bit. Um, it's not as easy as a three and five team uh, giving up a bowl game. Uh, right. There is there's more to it at this point, you know. Go go listen to the podcast. We would certainly it's at appreciate the very that. end. You can just fast forward all the way to the end. I listened to Lawrence and the boys yesterday. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> I uh, I I like the uh, the Mount Rushmore thing. It was pretty good. Pretty good. All right, uh, KCK Cam is not a good quarterback, but Mahomes would struggle to make the playoffs with this team. With all the defensive opt outs, this team is just bad. The defense has not been bad. No, they just haven't. That's just, that's just not true. Like <laughs> Damien said, the Pats should trade Cam for Stafford. Um, Nobody would take they wouldn't him take right him. now. But I, I, I think it's funny how everyone always wants to trade terrible players. Like, how, who? what GM is sitting around fondling themselves for the chance to get Cam Newton right now? Well, I mean, not, who in the hell is doing that? Not Bill O'Brien anymore, because uh, that's the only person that would make any kind of a deal like that. 
Well, like, and he has a quarterback. Yeah. So he's not going and getting Carson Wentz. Nobody's coming to get Carson Wentz, guys. Nobody. So if you're an Eagles fan, tough shit. You just that's the bed you've made. You got to sleep in it. All right. Yeah. Nobody's coming to get Cam Newton. Okay. It's Nobody. not happening. No. And you've only got him for a year. So there's well, no, no but trade even value after this year. Next year at free agency, I believe zero teams will make Cam Newton an offer. Agreed. Agreed. Or this or is if Cam's they do last year in the NFL. Yeah, because I, I don't know how much of a leader he is either. Like, I haven't heard great things out of the locker room. But it doesn't room. matter. Like, you know. He's the greatest leader in the world. He, you can't build an offense around him no, even as I, a backup. Well, that's, so that's what I was going to say. he play any system that anybody else runs. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Birdie said, hey, Wentz is going to end up in Indy next year. <laughs> no, he's not, Birdie. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. Frank Wright is one of the smartest coaches in the NFL. He's not a moron. He'll he'll find a different quarterback that he doesn't cost with, him. He won with years. Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. He won with two terrible quarterbacks. Guess what? He'll go get a quarterback that's way cheaper than Carson hey, Wentz. You, you know when Carson Wentz was at his best when he was on his rookie deal. Yes, and that's that's when he had value under Frank. Right, doesn't. by the way, under Frank. Yes, and but now he doesn't. You know, it, he said you Indy, can say he makes sense. You can say it makes sense. You can say they have cap space. Why would they piss cap space away on a quarterback that sucks? I mean, Why wouldn't they just draft one? They they paid twenty five million for one this year, and they've got a player there's like, option. There's on, like nineteen on Rivers. quarterbacks coming out in this year's draft. I love. I, mean, how, I swear to God, I love how fired up you get about that. <laughs> I just I I love you guys. I need you to stop being morons. Okay, you're smarter than this. <laughs> You know nobody wants that trash, and nobody's going to trade anything for that trash. Yeah, you're you're basically trading for a thirty million dollar question mark. Would would you would you rather try to salvage him, knowing you have to pay him thirty million dollars a year for the next four years? By the way, not just this year, and then try and fix years. everything that has been broken with him to right. make him so play. You gotta fix him. So yeah. so so let's say you try to do that, or your options are to draft one of. Trevor Lawrence, just I'm just doing this off the top of my head. Justin Fields, Lance, Ian Book, Kyle Trask, Wilson. That's, that's six quarterbacks right there. Mac Jones. Really good shot that all of them, and Mac yeah. Jones, that all of them are going to go in the first round, by the way. You, you can get your plethora of quarterback this year that you can take a shot with that you have on a rookie deal that's going to cost you nothing, or you can try to salvage the career of this washed-up has-been that should have never been. If, if he was in a million a year for four years, if he so if was, it doesn't work your cap space that you have right now is all gone. It's gone for four years. Birdie Who said, the hell would do that. Birdie said, you are dead wrong. Uh, Casey said the Eagles will have to send a good pick with Wentz to make it happen. But I do believe the Colts, uh, with Wentz next year or will have Wentz next year. Um, I, I look at this, um, I just need, if, I need, I need if it one was, piece of logic. I, I don't want to cut you off. I need one piece of solid logic that tells me why an organization like the Colts would do this. There is no why solid logic. Do this? Uh, other than they have not had luck with other quarterbacks since Andrew Luck. Uh, that is the only thing. It, the only reason they well, would do this. Tried, they've tried that luck with two quarterbacks. Yes. Agreed. Two. Agreed. But One was a third-string QB for the Patriots, and the other is a washed-up guy at the end of his career. Yes. And, and Carson Wentz is still young. However, he is extremely expensive. And you did for have success years. with him. Like, if Frank Reich decides, you know what, I'm comfortable with him, and I know what his flaws are, I can fix it. Like, if he decides that, then okay. 
That's the only logic that I can see. My my logic would be you get a quarterback on a rookie deal and you mold him into what you want him to be. Damn and that's straight. the best way to go about it because then Damn you straight. can pay everybody else. Cost you nothing. Yep. Cost you nothing for five years. <clears throat> five years, it cost you nothing. But yeah. yet, if you roll the dice on this Carson Wentz thing, if you just roll the dice on it and it doesn't work, you're on the hook for four years. Yeah. So that letting so next year is a bust, and the next three years after that is a bust. Hey, Lakers champions <laughs> comes in with you put that dog down yet? Like, <laughs> no. Oh, he said, boy, getting old. Uh, if if you're talking about Sookie on my side, no, Sook's still yeah. around. Still, he hasn't still seen my dog. Oh, uh, well, I guess. That, right, yeah, I think, my dog. I think they've I seen Maui. I think. Um, no, what I was going to say is the Wentz thing, like it would make sense, uh, and Wentz would have a better opportunity if he were somebody like Ryan Tannehill who did not have a deal, and you could sign him in the short term to see if it works. But giving, making a $30 million, or <coughs> worse than that, a hundred-something million dollar deal. Uh, it's not just $30 it's, it's million dollars because it got cast place next year. You kill your cap space for four years. Yes. Hoping, hoping you can magically turn this guy around. Why would you do that when you could just take a chance on somebody who costs you nothing? And see, Birdie that, said they're ready to win now, but will they be ready to win next year? Because you've got a bunch of free agents, man. You like, hang on, they're ready to win now. That's fine. Do do you not think rookie quarterbacks can come in and win immediately? Dak Prescott took the Cowboys to the playoffs his rookie year. Yeah, we have seen it multiple times. Uh, Russell that Wilson, is, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Jesus Christ, yes, Patrick Mahomes. You don't. Rookies do it. Our young guys do it all the time. You don't yeah. have to wait three or four years for these guys to develop anymore. And, and sometimes it's actually better. Ready, they come like, in more pro ready than any time in history. It, sometimes it is better because they come in and guys in the NFL do not know their strengths and weaknesses. If you're ready to win right now, you go get Ryan Fitzpatrick. If that that's the guy you get, you don't get Carson Wentz that costs you thirty million a year. You'll get Ryan that costs you ten. A hey, Lakers champion said uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, second year in the league. Yeah, yeah Lamar by, Jackson. Yeah. Yes, yeah, rookies do it all the time. Second year guys do it all the time. Yes, you don't have to wait five years for them. Now you, uh, you are correct about that. All right, let's uh, let's knock this out right quick. The last that we are going to talk about is the SEC on ABC, and then Chris has got to get out of here. Uh, the deal that the SEC signed with the Disney Corporation is for $300 million a year over 10 years. Now, that is not official. It, it could be $305 million or it could be, you know, whatever. But uh, what this means in layman's terms is this. Uh, the SEC Game of the Week will be moving from CBS to ABC, and it also means that the SEC uh, programs, the athletic programs, are getting a $14 million raise every season starting in 2024. Now, that may switch. Uh, who knows? But the way that it works, right now, last season, their television contracts with CBS and uh, ESPN, or what at Disney, uh, gave them $45 million a year. Now, we are switching over, and they will be making $59 million a year. That is quite the bump. That's, I mean, you are, $14 million a year is insane, or $15 million is insane. Uh, Steven jumps in. Does Gary chew tobacco? No, I don't chew. I, I dip. It's different. Um, it, yes, it is. It's not. It's it's not different, Steve. It, it's it's, not. it's really not. But 
Um, it's still disgusting. It is. It is. Uh, this is a lot of money. And the issue here, so one, everybody wants to know who the voice of the SEC is going to be. It, it won't be a voice of the SEC. Like, it will be whoever they decide to put on each individual game, right? Because you're not going to have one crew for the 230 time slot, I would not believe. Because whatever the biggest game is, you're going to have Herbie and Kurt call it. Like, it, or Herbie and, uh, and Chris Fowler call the game. Like, that's what they are going to end up doing because they have the flexibility now to where ABC can do a 2.30 game and they can do a 7 o'clock game or whatever, a, three, a 6.30 game. Like, they can do whatever they want to. They own all of the SEC rights. They have the... So, they're going to do a non-conference game on ESPN Plus every year for each team. Get more people on the streaming service. That's their, that's their main goal, right, is to get people over there. Um I think this is a massive, massive upgrade for them. Not just because of the money, but also because the flexibility that it affords you to not have to wait on TV windows and all that kind of stuff, I think it greatly enhances this conference. Do you feel the same way? I mean, yeah. Again, the CBS deal, while CBS was a really good partnership for the SEC, this is this is like, like it was like my partnership in the business that I run, okay? When we first started, 50-50 was a good deal for us, okay? He brought a lot to the table. I brought a lot to the table. While the company has grown, he still sits and does the same thing he's always done, which is very little. But at the time, it was important because he brought a bunch of customers. And now I've grown the business. I'm still running all the operations. I have outgrown anything that he brings to the table. And therefore, it's no longer a good partnership at all. I am surprised it, it, that C- you were bringing this up on the podcast. <laughs> CB, oh, he doesn't listen. No, nope. <laughs> literally, outside of Lawrence, Z, you know, Matt, Terry, Lawrence, our boys, <clears throat> that's, that's, the, that's the extent of anybody that knows me listens. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but but that's that's the CBS deal. Is It was a great partnership for the SEC 20-something years ago or yes. however the hell long ago it was. And, and almost immediately, three to four years after this deal was signed, it's – it's we outgrown them, but we were locked into such a long contract and they refused to negotiate. Yes. So that means you're right. We're going to handcuff to you for, for the, this period of time, you have zero chance to maintain this cash cow. Now it, it would be better to have renegotiated and kept that partnership. It would be better for CBS because now CBS is going to have to compete with the sec. Yes. They're going to have to figure out numbers, something their numbers are going to go away or they're just going to be out of the college football business completely. Yeah. I So I would not be surprised if we do end up having Pac-12 or whatever. They've already got a deal with uh, with Boise State and with the Mountain West. I, I don't think that's going to be on big CBS every Saturday, but who knows, right? And this is an opportunity for the Pac-12 who does not have a a media rights partner, at least not a major one. They they've got their deals worked out with Fox and ESPN, but it is pennies compared They're to what terrible. the SEC just They're got. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, what what Larry Scott has done with that conference is is awful. Unforgivable. Just awful. Yeah. It's bad. So, this deal the SEC is going to be raking in the money. Well, yeah. I mean, no, just, we're, we're making a ton of money. We were yes. already making a lot of money, but it was due to the EB, EB, ESPN deal already, not the CBS deal. Yes. So there, there will still be the two thirty game uh, central time every Saturday. Uh, but now there is an opportunity for bigger primetime spots, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Damien said, what about the big 10 to CBS? Nope. 
That one has been already locked up between uh, ESPN and Fox. Fox and yeah. Fox gets the uh, the biggest of that. But yeah. this deal, combined with the deal that the SEC already had with the SEC Network and with ESPN, that is already bigger now than what the Big Ten got. So, you know, these media rights deals, uh, it doesn't move the needle a ton for a lot of people, but, uh, but man, it is very, very important stuff. Um, that's, what, that's what college football does differently than the NFL and, and everything else. These conferences sign these deals, and they are looking out for number one. It, this is not about the sport overall. They are only looking out for themselves, and it's kind of what we have an issue with, you know, because it, you, we talk about favoritism in this sport all the time. It, it's stuff like this that, that causes it. You know, yeah. and it's, it, you know, cheers to them for going out and getting theirs because the sport in and of itself is fundamentally flawed. We've talked about that. Uh, but until they do something to to switch that around, like there, there's nothing you can do. It's why Coastal Carolina and BYU was on ESPNU instead of one of the big networks. Yes. Is what it is. All right. Is there anything else that we need to talk about? No, I haven't seen anything break. Let's uh let's go on and get out of here. You guys have been fantastic. Make sure that you jump in with us tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central. We will be on SBR Picks over on YouTube discussing the closing lines for the college football Saturday that is to come. We are one week away from championship Saturday, and I can't wait. I am excited about it. Uh, it's going to be a good show tomorrow, and we got some stuff to discuss. we got bowl games coming up next week too, man. It's going to be a good time. Good time. So, do us a favor, go and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you leave a nice five-star review. Subscribe everywhere that you need to be subscribed. And uh, and we're going to get out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, we can cash some tickets this weekend. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.